Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. Ooh, welcome on in. This is another edition of the Clap Your Hands podcast. As you can tell by the intro, pretty clappy. Yeah, Jack Fritz, yeah. Elliot Shreparks. Uh, as we react to, I guess the the sit game. <laughs> <laughs> heard around, heard the, around world. the world. I mean, holy cow, the reaction's hot and heavy. Some yeah. big J journalism questions I got for Elliot. Nice. Uh, we'll get into it all. Obviously, uh, this Thursday, Adam McGurk's and Horsham, come hang out with Elliot and I, and we'll yeah, uh, we'll 745. Talk. <laughs> we'll drink some Coors Lights. Yeah. It'll uh, it'll be fun. All presented by Coors Light, of course. Uh, McGurk's is awesome. If you haven't been there, you have a great time. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk some Sixers. Probably talk more Phillies and Eagles with, well, with us. Oh, look, the Sixers will be on for part of it. For so, part of it. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a great time. Elliot, what was your reaction to uh, Joel Embiid sitting on on Saturday night? <laughs> all right. So my experience all weekend with sports was much different than most. So for the second half of the championship game, my phone was locked in a container because I was at a comedy show. And for the Sixers-Nuggets game, um, I was with family. And, like, as you know, when you watch a sport with family, it's just not the same. That's awful. Yeah. Like, they don't know what they're talking it, about. Like, and also, like, you can't be on your phone as much. So it's just. So you have to actually watch the game. Exactly. What a, what a disaster. Yeah. yeah I can't. I, so I, I had to go to a friend's 30th birthday party. So yeah. I also missed, like, the second half, which sucked. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. It, it seemed like the, one of the games of the year. It, it was. Well, and I, I do, like, have a lot of opinions on it because I was able to watch it, but it just wasn't the same level. It also makes you realize how much walking, watching sports these days is tied to Twitter. Like, it's like watching it in a chat room almost. Like, when I watch sports without checking online, I feel like I'm like, what's even the point? Well, I've tried my best to not be on Twitter during games. I know. You've been not checking your mentions. I've been not, been not checking my mentions. Very big of you. Very, you know, can't take it. <laughs> yeah. It really makes you want to. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. Yeah. It's, it's, always, um, it's always fun. Always so, positive. It's just all right. So, part. here's. So, anyway, so I get a text from you at 526 or something, and it was just like, Embiid, LOL. <laughs> And in my head, I'm like, well, I know he's playing. Yeah, so what? Like, did he did he do something funny before the game? No. And I looked, and I was like, oh yeah. He actually did something funny. Yeah. yeah something, he, it was a great sad. great bit by him. All right. So here's here's my thought on this. Uh, I think with with everything Embiid, there's like variations of reaction. I'm I'm not like of the camp of he's ducking Jokic, like he doesn't play any good teams on the road. But I am of the camp, of like, come on, man, like I like. I'm over. I'm so over having to defend him all the time. Like he, the reason these things happen to him is because he hasn't won in the playoffs. And I can push and I can say how I really feel about the MVP and I can point out how many players of the weeks he has and how he's doing historic things and all that stuff. And then he does this, and it's like I'm tired of having to defend him. He's too great of a player for it. Feel it feels like I'm constantly as an Embiid fan. I'm constantly defending him as opposed to like enjoying him with everybody. And this is exactly what happened against Jokic. Like, look, I'm sure his knee wasn't feeling well. I'm sure that's part of it. I am sure that it wasn't like, I'm going to duck Jokic. But the Jokic and Bede thing, is it, like it was built up. It's a primetime game. It's arguably a finals preview. He wasn't on the injury report. He wasn't on the injury report. And then it's just like, and then he doesn't sit on the bench with his teammates. Until like, halftime. Until, right, he comes out. I'm sure he was getting treatment. And like, I'm so sick of having to defend Embiid as much as I have to. Because, like, my honest reaction to this is, like, just play. Just play the game. Like, go out there and play. I'm not – look, if the doctors are saying your knee is hurt, like, I understand that. 
but it's time and time again with this. Like, it's always something. It's always something. It's never simple fun with Embiid. It's never just, oh, man, he played and that was awesome and he dominated Jokic and the Sixers vibes are great and, like, they were coming off a loss. So it was like, oh, great, he stepped up. And it's none of that. It's always, well, no, 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 he actually didn't play because of his knee. And, like, actually, who cares if he plays because I want him safe for the playoffs. And actually, he always, like, like, yes, all those things are true. And I believe it. But I'm also sick of it. And I think we have to be honest and say that if we were not a Sixers pod and we were not, like, fans of the Sixers, that we would be clowning this guy to oblivion. The fact he hasn't played against Jokic in Denver for five years is embarrassing, no matter how you slice it. And I know that there's circumstantial stuff. Like, two of the games he was on long-term injuries. And, like, well, it's five years of ducking the guy everybody's comparing you to. And he's not ducking him, but he hasn't played him in Denver in five years. Like, he deserved to be booed by the Denver fans. We would... If, if this was Dak and he just coincidentally didn't play in Philadelphia for five straight seasons, we would be like, this guy's a fraud. He's clearly ducking him. He's not really hurt. This is why he's not a number one guy. And it feels like, you know, the Jon Snow, like, Jeff of, of Game of Thrones, where I'm standing there with my sword and everyone running at me, and, like, I'm kind of sick of holding the sword for Embiid. Like, he's a great player. I know he's great, but I'm so tired of him constantly doing this. You're overreacting. Everyone's overreacting. I'm not, I'm, man. Gl- like, <laughs> I'm glad he sat. I'm glad he sat. Oh, come on. What, like, what, like, what, are you, uh, what is the point? Like, what, why does everyone care so much? Because it's he's supposed game. to play in the games. Why? That's what you do as a professional player. You play in the games. You play he in the big games. He plays in most of the games. Yeah, he's he played play in a lot of the but games. But, like, don't you think it's fun to watch the but your your favorite player, your best player on your team, go up against the other players compared to? Like, but it doesn't matter. But it does matter. It doesn't matter. It does matter. Hold on, you can't do this whole thing last week. I don't care about Jokic anymore. I don't care about Jokic anymore. And they get mad that he sits. Like I thought we evolved past in yeah, the Jokic I, for you. I am over that. But at the same time, like he's he's making it a thing again, right? Like we can't say that we love sports and we love these players, and then when they don't play, it's like oh no big deal. Like oh who cares? No no save them for the playoffs. Like no, we've said repeatedly on this pod. Waiting for the playoffs is like loser mentality, and there's been no proven track record that e- that taking it the the conservative way with Embiid has worked. They have sat him tons of times where it was like, oh, let, like better be safe. I'm also so sick of hearing the, well, I'd rather have him be healthy for the playoffs. Like, guess what, guys? Duh! Everybody wants him to be healthy for the playoffs. We know that he has to play in these games. Like, it's absurd. He is a face of the league. He is a reigning MVP. He warmed up. He wasn't on the injury report. Like, how cautious are we being with this guy? So either, like, they're being overly cautious, which is frustrating, or he's really hurt, which is bad news. Like, I I don't think this is a nothing burger. Well, think about how much more annoying it would have been if he would have played and he would have made his knee worse. Like, moped up and down the court. He he would have made his knee worse. Like, Maxi and Toby weren't playing. So, like— It's even more reason. It's like, go rally your troops. They rallied. Pat Bev rallied the troops. Pat yeah. Bev rallied the troops. I'm glad he didn't play. Like, like if, if the knee's bothering you, I don't need you to go out there and try to risk it for what? But then why wasn't he on the injury report? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he wasn't on the injury and report. And he could scratch four minutes before the game I or know. whatever it was? Of course. Yeah, it's absurd. Sure, whatever. It, it's poorly handled by the team. It's poorly handled, I don't want to say by Embiid, but like, I don't know. Do you think Embiid really wanted to play in that game? Do you think he was like, I like want to go to battle against Jokic in primetime? I don't think so. Well, don't you think that's a problem? Eh, like it's in January. this, in this, but but like it's also kind of a mentality thing where, look, I understand not wanting to push it. I really do. Like I am Mister. Don't practice in training camp. Like which I, is which? We're, we're, it's over. We they need to, they need to get back in pads. Yeah, I'm Two not. Days. I'm not in that camp. But but like I get it. I do. I do rationally get it. But I hate the whole pretending we don't have to feel emotional about this. Like it sucks. Well, of course, you can feel emotional. About yeah. It. 
I just think it's misplaced emotion. Like it's if if they go out there and lose, he plays whatever, and he's he's going up and down the court, then he doesn't like it, it doesn't change anything. But let me ask you this: if, Does yesterday if he plays in the game, even if they win, it doesn't change anything because it doesn't matter if they all that matters is what he does in in April. This doesn't matter. But, it's but a I think Saturday that, I think game. they're What's attached. The, I think no, they're attached to it. Oh, it's a national TV game. I don't care. Why? Well, because it doesn't matter. But those games matter more. Like it, they just what do. What does it matter for? What does because it, matter it matters for? about being the best player on your team, standing up and playing despite feeling a little hurt and going and winning. But like like we want him to be great in the playoffs, and we can't continually whenever there's any hardship in the regular season. Like no 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 sit. Like no 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 big deal. You don't have to play. No no it doesn't matter. Things. He had a knee injury. I know, but I'm saying he wasn't on the injury report. So either something happened in pregame, right? Where like I guess that's the case, but or maybe I, after we, the Pacers game, we can't game. expect we can't ask the guy to be super emotion, a super like emotionally strong warrior guy in the playoffs if all season we're okay with him not being that guy. He's he's had to play hurt in the playoffs before, and he's done it, and he's played at a high level. But at the end of the day, we can't just sit him whenever there's any little thing wrong. Like, it's just, I, I it's it's frustrating to me because he's a great player, but it's all it's always something. But he has played through. Like, he, he sat one game because of the, because of the knee that, that seems fishy. He's played through it all this entire year. And, yeah, the Pacers thing, I mean, he he looked like he hurt his knee in the Pacers yeah, it, So then why am I rushing him back out there to play? Like, this doesn't matter. But we can't we can't say that certain game we can't say no regular season games matter and they get excited when they have big wins. Like, it was a big game. It was a finals preview. It was two of the—it was the reigning MVPs. It was the guy everybody I compares know. him against. Like, it, I know. It matters. Like, I—, I to, What does it matter to because I think it's what spe- does it matter to? Well, that's what I'm saying. I like I understand it's only one game and they're not like a West. It's not an Eastern Conference opponent. But at the end of the day, I do think it matters of having your best players stand up on the biggest stage and dominate. Like I think, look, I'm not doing the whole character thing like that other like. But I do think it does speak to like, come on, man. Like I need you. I need you to be. I need you to like to rise up in these moments. And it and it's kind of about the playoffs too, where there's had there's been games in the playoffs where he's not showing up. And I know it's not apples to apples, but I think there's a little bit of correlation between, oh, no big deal if you don't play in this nationally televised game against the best team in the league against the best player. Like, there has to be some level where I, and I think Embiid has it in him, but there has to be some level where he's like, no, 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 I am playing in this game because I want to play. I want to compete against him. I want to go out on this stage and be great. Like, there has to be that part of him. And it just doesn't feel like there's that part of him. It just doesn't. I don't think he's duck, ducking guys intentionally, but it feels like if there's any inconvenience or any little thing, he just doesn't play. And I think that's organizational as well, but we have to get past that with Embiid. And I think for the most part, we are past it. I think we are past most of it. It was, it was, it was a, how many times has he really done that? Like, sure, the Denver thing is out there, but how many times in the last couple, well, in the last two years has he like, you know what, I don't really feel like going tonight. So whether we agree or disagree with it, the narrative is out there that he ducks hard well, games on the road. It just is. And so... Like I don't agree with it, but that narrative is out there for a reason. But I guess my thing is like, okay, he goes out, he goes toe to toe with Jokic. Yes, like you're oh, laughing at oh. it, but I th- but I, I think there's something to be said for that. I know. Yeah. But let's say he goes out there toe to toe, beats Jokic down all these players, you know, <laughs> and then they lose in the second round again. Like it doesn't matter. Like it does. It does. It just doesn't matter. Sure. I mean, would I would I would I like him to go out there and and grind it out and like show that you're a winner, yada yada yada, and and will a team to victory? Of course. But like, 
I would rather him be smart. I would rather them be smart. But I just and, think they've they've done the smart route. It doesn't work. But why? Did, but it's all play, it's all dumb luck in the playoffs. Playing on a knee injury is not smart. It's like well, it's never been smart. So so then let's go down that road. Let's say he does have a knee injury where it's swelling up and like then that's concerning. Like of then, course it's concerning. Yeah yeah. yeah. So yes. that so I I just. I hate that whenever anything negative happens with Embiid, it's always the online reaction. Like, well, it's actually no big deal. Like, why are we even talking? Oh, oh, here we go. Everyone's going to well, joke about it. I think, I think it was split on Saturday. I think I, it was split. Among uh, Sixers fans? Yeah. Okay. Well, I like I said, I was with my family. So I, maybe all, I... Yeah. And going on Twitter, it was a lot of like, what are you doing? Like, this is embarrassing. Like, okay. You know, right, well, and, then, and then, of course, there's the super hardcore defenders that are like... It's actually know, no big deal at all. And like, yeah. I, I just... I'm ready to see Embiid, like... Play in these big games. I don't know what else to say he other will. than that. He will. It's January. It wouldn't have changed anything. Like he's already the MVP MVP front runner. Like it doesn't matter if he, well, he's it, not going to get MVP. Let's just be honest. Well, was he seven? He has seven games. Yeah, seven games left where where he can do it. And fine. Listen, if he's not prioritizing the MVP and he's sitting to prioritize prioritize his health, I also like that growth from him. Okay, so let me talk about that too. Yes. I think that line is the biggest bunch of like PR spin on the face of the planet. Like I, where, mostly, where, where, where when like a player sits out and it's like, well, don't worry, everyone relax. He's actually prioritizing the playoffs, and it's like, oh, there we go. This guy gets it. Like, no, he's hurt. He's either hurt or he's not playing because he like the team doesn't want him to push through it. But like at the end of the day, I don't think he's prioritizing the playoffs because he know like he's hurt. He's either hurt or he's like. I don't think this has to do with the playoffs. Well, if he if it's if if it's true he's not gunning for the MVP again, that would make me happy. I don't need Joel. I, to, I wouldn't like that either. I don't need Joel to win the MVP. Why? Like why? why I, I, like why can't why can't we have someone that wants to like? Do you think Jordan was always like oh, I don't care about MVPs? Like no, I'm sure he wanted to be MVP. Do you think like great players feel that way? No. Like we we all got mad at uh or I didn't, but like a lot of people. I don't know if you did either, but the whole Jalen thing saying it's not my turn. Right, like we all are like, no, winners don't say that. You never hear Brady say that or Jordan say that. Like, I don't know, man. Like, why well, can't NFL, we just? Why, NFL, why can't we just? Was out. That's why he said that. That's he knew, true. He, he got the script. He saw the script. That's yeah. how he knew it wasn't their why, turn. Why can't we have great players who just like really want to win MVPs, and that also means they want to win the the championship? Like, I, I hate the whole like diminishing of like, well, Joel doesn't care about MVPs. So he wants to win the title. Like, well, guess what? Winning the MVP is going to increase your chances of getting the title because it means no, you're no, going to. Well, it does in the way that you're a great player all year and you're on the top seed. Mattered a lot last year. It did. They almost won the series. Like, it, I mean, it, I'm just saying. But you, they didn't. They didn't. You're right. But, like, I, I, I think it's okay to say we care about the MVP. Because that means what, saying, saying you care about the MVP is really saying, like, you want to be great all year. That's really what it's saying. I would not want someone to say I care about winning the MVP. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, this is the— I just think you're either a winner in all aspects or, like— you pick and choose. Well, you're, it, it only matters if it translates over to the playoffs. It's as simple as that. Like, it's the only time it matters. But I don't, think, I don't think it translates. No one's celebrating last year Embiid MVP. I think it's two separate things, though. Like, it's almost being like, and I'm really bad at making up analogies, but it's almost like saying, you know, I don't care if I'm a great, if I'm great at riding a bike because I'm going to be riding a car. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's no correlation. It's not like we, we found that people that aren't great in the regular season are somehow, somehow great in the postseason. Well, there's there's guys that have won MVPs that have come us, uh, you know, routinely there small are, in the for postseason. For sure, but wouldn't you have rather had the best player in the NBA going into the postseason, which is what the MVP is? Right, but then it, but like Lamar yesterday, like it doesn't matter because because Mahomes is still so widely regarded as as the greatest of all time right. and the and best the, in the sport. I, it is funny, like I think that um, 
it, it's disappointing that the two people that get compared to playoff losers are James Harden and Joel Embiid. Yeah, like, well, online, I, actually, like, <laughs> I felt like like a little Dak yesterday too. Yeah, like Lamar, Dak. Lamar, Dak, Embiid, Harden. That's Josh <laughs> Allen, and two of those guys were on our team. Yeah, Josh exactly. Allen. Um, but I, I mean, I think that both things can be true. I think that we can look at players in the postseason and say they are bad postseason players. But I think that doesn't mean we can't care about them being great regular season players. And I sure, th- like if all things are equal, of course, MVP in a championship is great. That means it's, yes. it's an all time year. But it's just like I don't need him. I think sometimes you get so caught up in trying to win the MVP that it takes away from like being smart. Well, all right. So let me ask you this, and I don't know if I have an opinion on this yet. Great, but yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, I know. But don't you think there is something to be being said, like of having a player? that is so, like, every single day has to play gun-ho, wants to be the best player, wants to win MVP, wants to win player of the month, wants to win player of the week, wants to be an all-star starter. Like, don't you think that attitude translates to the playoffs? Like, do you think with Embiid, there's a little... Why do you want training camps to be soft, then? Look at the four teams that played yesterday. They are all gritty, tough, physical football teams. maybe I'm wrong about that, but I also think with football, there's a physical aspect of it that's not the case Eh, in basketball. There's a physical aspect of basketball. And also, I don't think anybody that has this discussion in Philadelphia knows how those teams practiced. Like, I'd be curious to know how often the blinds put on pads compared to the Eagles. It's probably, like, two more times. But your point is fair. Like, I I get what you're saying there. Like, but with Embiid, do you think we've had too many years of, like— Always being so cautious with him that in the playoffs but, it's hard for him to ramp up. Like, but I think, but I think you're over. I think you, I, I think you're overreacting to Saturday about him, like that he just sits because it time. feels like a larger problem. But he, to me. But, but but how many times has that really happened in the last two or three? But years? but would you agree that there is a perception that it's no big deal when Embiid sets? Sure. And I, but think, I think that's, that's a problem. I know, but I think that's more people not really looking at the last two to three years. Like I I can't remember off the top of my head the amount of times where it's like. He's sitting all the time to try to to try to you know ramp not make sure he's healthy for the playoffs. It seems like whenever he's questionable, he ends up just playing, you know. And Saturday, yeah, I don't think I I don't think he was really like super fired up to to go out there. And that's sure. I guess if you want to look into the the character of the player, like the, no, the big I don't I don't want to get attached to that guy. The but... big journalist try to do out there, um, like I you could make that case. But if the if the knee is banged up, like it it just does not matter when it comes to the grand scheme of things in April. And I know it's tough to look at it in this time because we want him to play that game. We want him to go dominate. We want him to beat Jokic. But, like, if they lose in the second round, I'm not going to care that he beat Jokic on Saturday. No, but I just don't think caring about playing on Saturday correlates to winning in the second round. Like, but that's I, I why, think but it's that's a, why you're mad, though. No, no. Well, no, I, I'm mad because I wanted to see him play. Like, and, and he was not on the injury report. He went through warm-ups, and I, again— if he was hurt, like, I don't want to see Joel physically hurt himself more. I get that. But it just feels like it's all the time something. And and, I, and I'm and i I'm tired of always having to, like, not be upset about it. Like, I feel like with, with Embiid, there always has to be some reason why it's, act, why it's actually okay. Like, well, actually, like, you know, it actually doesn't matter he didn't play because he's, he's actually the best player in the league. Or, like, actually it doesn't matter that he didn't get out of the second round because, like, he, he won't. Like, I just... I'm sick of there being qualifiers for Embiid. Like it's almost ten years of it now. Like I, I like I should be allowed to care that I want to see him play on a five thirty primetime game on a Saturday in a great, against a great team and not have it feel like it's some nonchalant decision not to play him. Like it didn't feel to me like it was like devastating to to the Sixers that he didn't play. But it should be. It's a big game. Like you should want your best player out there and your best player should want to be out there. 
And I don't think it's a small deal that he. It, it felt like it was like, oh, no big deal. He didn't play. Like, better be cautious. Like, why? He's hurt all the time in the playoffs. Well, it ended up being a fun game anyway. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know I'm overreacting. I, I get that. But, like, I am just. I know. Yeah, I'm listen, ready. It's because you love Joel. And that's the issue. Yes, because I, I, like, I feel like I fought the battle for him for so long. And then he constantly. It's also why game seven was so disappointing. Like, I literally went on WIP for like six weeks, if not longer. It was like. He's different. The MVP matters. This is a different Joel. He's the best player in the league. This year is going to be different. Da-da-da. And then it looked like he just didn't even care about Game 7. And I think that's what's frustrating about these things is, well, I understand you're, I understand you are right. Like, if he's hurt, he shouldn't play. It's just so tiring to always be defending him. And then, like, it's like, oh, I just didn't play. Why don't you okay. stop the, just stop defending him? I can't because he's a great player. But <laughs> just stop defending him. Yeah. It'll be okay. I don't know. Uh, it ended up being a great game, though. I mean, from the yeah. I, I, I caught most of the first half. I think of the whole first half. Uh, Pat Bev versus like Jamal Murray or like Pat Bev, like a season where Pat Bev is the point guard and they don't have like Embiid or or Toby or another like real star would be a fun. It would be season. amazing. It would <laughs> be a, a great team where Pat season. Bev is your best player would be unbelievable. <laughs> like, I like he'd be the best. No, player. but you know what I mean. Like. You know the it, alpha, yeah, exactly. point guard guy. The, the clip of him coaching Paul Reed was amazing. Well, and, anyway, there was a clip of him like uh, I think it was with Paul Reed when he said, "Make sure you go introduce yourself to the refs and stuff." Yeah, like that. exactly. I I think Pat Bev is untouchable. I think the PJ Tucker stuff we kind of made up a little, but I think the Pat Bev stuff is like legit. Mm-hmm. Like I really do think he is. He's a massive part of this team. You cannot trade him. You really can't. I don't think you can trade him. <laughs> <laughs> like. And I and I do appreciate the fact that you could tell he attacked Denver and he was not afraid. Like now there was a there was a portion in the beginning of the game where Murray starts going off and it was like Paul Reed kept guarding him. I know. And it's like, hey, 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 maybe get the guy who said that he owns Jamal Murray right. to go defend Jamal yes, Murray. I agree with that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I think the game itself, like I, I was super proud of the team. Maybe it's because I was feeling down on Embiid, but I was proud of the like, they went out there and they fought really hard despite being like Super short staffed. Well, it shows only- the difference between this year's this year's team and and the last couple of years' teams. I agree. Although Doc won with backups quite a bit, but yes, I agree from a mentality perspective. They're tougher. Yes, I mean it's simple. As that. They just are. They're it, not afraid. It, it was a lot like the um. It was a lot like the game against the Celtics on that Friday night, uh, where it was like both Embiid and Maxi yeah. didn't play. Classic Embiid. You know, not playing against no big teams deal. In the road. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's prioritize the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I believe at that point you're still worried about conference seating. Yes, well that 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 does matter. And actually, how do they decide home field or home court? Is it better record or is it head to head in the finals? It's got to be. It's got better be record. record. I think it's record because they only play them twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way they could do that. Because yeah. what if they split? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They'd be a tough one. It might be a tough one, but yeah, I mean they want. Marcus Morris, I feel like every time he shoots, I feel good about it, especially especially in the mid-range. Well, they have a team full of players that believe they are so much better than they are and as a result are better than they are, but it, they're perfect for these games because Marcus Morris, Paul Reed, and Pat Bev definitely came out and were like, I'm about to drop like 40 points. Well, tonight. Paul Reed did. And, and Paul I Reed did. Official statement. The worst thing that could have happened for the Sixers on Saturday was Paul Reed scoring 30. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good take. I mean, because he's going to be like... Unbearable. I got it. Yeah. it. Joel well, who? And the the way he scored the thirty was also really funny. Yeah. Like mid range jumpers, three ugly like, jumper. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. it's like little like it's so slow and gross. It also is such a good example though if Ben Simmons would have just shot, like he would have like if Paul Reed can do it, Ben could have done ben it. Ben could have done it. Yeah. But yeah, Paul Reed going off is is 
I don't know if it's good for long term long term success for the Sixers. No, but it was fun to see. I mean, the other main takeaway from the game for me was Embiid is obviously better than Jokic. Like I don't even think it's a debate at this point. And the Sixers are better than the Nuggets. Yeah, I, well, the Nuggets also have the feel. We'll see if how we'll see if they can turn it on in the postseason. Like if it feels like they're kind of coasting. Yeah, you know where it's like the Chiefs. It's a little bit like the Chiefs, and then the Chiefs became the Chiefs again. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, like they have all all the pieces are still there. Like uh, now they did lose Bruce Brown, who's a who's a who's a big loss. Mm-hmm. Sixers, you know, maybe the deadline. Go, well, go apparently apparently they're not in on him. I know, which makes me mad. I love Bruce Brown. Yeah, I don't know if I'd give a first up for him though. Probably not. But I, having Bruce Brown on my team, he's yeah. a winner. Uh, he is a winner. I, I think um, I'm I'm sort of I'm monitoring. I would guess uh, I wouldn't say I'm in, mm-hmm. but I'm monitoring possibly jumping in on Point Ferk. You're 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 uh, debating. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> so big. You're monitoring the situation. I'm monitoring the situation <laughs> on if I'm in on Point Ferk. Okay. I mean, he does make nice passes. He makes nice nice because he's huge. He's yeah. he's a what six eight. Yeah. Bring the ball. He, he he runs point for the Turkish team, so he has. Oh, does he? Yeah, you really, really are in on this. So <laughs> you're really doing your research. So he might be the might be the answer for point guard. Hey, I mean they need something. They like, need something. I, I do also think Ferk checks a box, which a lot of players do. That they I feel like even though he's been on the roster, they haven't had enough of these guys. He's for sure like a rational confidence guy. Oh my gosh! Like he him and Daniel House. He th- yeah exactly. Like they have so many guys, including like why well, I don't think Ferk has the skill set to be like an NBA point guard. I think he believes he does, mm-hmm. and I think that might be half the battle because he can shoot. I think he dribbles well enough. Like he's willing to take like creative passes. So yeah, I'll I'll monitor with you. Plus it plus it helps his trade value for when he was trying to he's trying to force his way out. Yes, can also play point guard. He can have his agent go around and be like, by the way, he's also a backup point guard now. Yeah, he can yeah. also yeah, he can bring the ball up. He exactly. can run your offense through, yeah. through point Park. Um, I do appreciate. I can't tell if I appreciate or hate more. Uh, the Denver fans like obsession with him with Embiid. Like I like it. It's just it's. So clearly, they have nothing else going on. Well, to be fair, though, I know we would do it here. And yeah, like we're obsessed with Jokic. Yeah, for sure. You're like the, with no, 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 no. I may be late on the Jokic thing, but for like three years, Sixers fans have taunted Jokic and made fun of him. And like, I, I think we do the same thing. I do. Li- I will say, I like Embiid coming out and like putting his ear up. Like, I like all that. That was it was an enjoyable moment. Endearing. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's good for the sport. If you like that. But you're a big, big, you're big, good for the sport. Yeah, guy. I just, I wish he would have played. Yeah, and so like while I think it was fun that he went out there and did those things, and I think it's good to have a rivalry, and it is rivalry week, so oh, you right. know, Who yeah, forget. Um, I, yeah, I just it, I walk, I I left that game in the weekend being like, come on, man, like just come on, like please, like we we all fight for you so hard, like. Just please play in the big games and, and it, do well. Uh, and guess what? I know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. I know. I it know. Doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, what did you – so you were obviously – I think many people uh, refer to you correctly as a as a big J journalist. Yes. What did you make of the, the post-game question to Nick Nurse about Embiid's character? So I'll, I'll preface this by saying I don't know the guy. So That's like – hey. Don't take a shot at, a, uh, he, at another yeah, uh, like, beat reporter. Yeah, I'm I'm very not into like talking about other media members. Like I don't do it like the Chris Sims thing. Like so, but here be my here be my thing. I think the use of the word character was wrong. Shouldn't have used that word. And I think the question sounded like he was like attacking him. Yeah, he sounded mad. Yeah, like like I think there's ways to ask that question. You could just be like straight up like, Joel hasn't played here in five years. What do you think about that? 
or like um you know yeah i think that'd be the best way he he, he approached the question so so angry he was so ready to go he and could, yeah he, I, he was thinking about all the, the denver people in his mentions like, yeah get him get yeah i him. mean denver denver and again this is why it's frustrating because like joel is better than Jokic. i think he's had a better career in a lot of ways like i don't care about Jokic's fake ring but like all the denver people coming at joel like it's hard to like I disagree with it, but it's Joel gives them ammo. Well, the one thing we have to stop doing, have to stop doing, is bringing up the head-to-head record. It doesn't matter he's eight and two against them. It's all here. Like it's, I, it's all here. I know. I don't, and that's <laughs> Just, why it's frustrating because I I am there is a part of me. It's like well, it does matter he's eight and two. Like he's clearly better. Like, but it, it's kind of loser. It's loser stuff. Like it's that's what's tough about the whole situation is like where we're talking about like this reporter's question how it was unfair to like call that with him and it was like. Embiid, by all measures, is, like, a great guy. Like, there's no reason to talk about his character. Like, we're talking about sports here. But again, like, now, like, what's our big victory lap as Sixers fans? Like, that reporter was wrong. Like, okay, awesome. Meanwhile, like, Embiid didn't play. So, like, well, you know, who's the real, like, like, we're the losers in this situation. Not losers, but, like, we... We're the... Yeah, I know know what you mean. I know what you mean. And, yeah... I know we have to we we have to shed some uh, shed some loser narratives too. It just sucks. Yeah. I know it sucks, but once again, if he just gets out of the second round, it doesn't matter if he plays. I know, Saturday. but I know, I know, I know. because it, because it's like we have to do this again, where it's like, why are you ducking him? Like, like yes, win, winners don't duck, right? right. That's and essentially, what you think? And look, if if it was Jokic doing this, I would be like, he's for sure ducking him. First, for sure. Now, the other thing I will say, I do think the air in Denver is an interesting aspect of this yes like i do wonder if you know they should have to, they should have moved the finals last year they should, yeah. have, they should have had to play now the M- finals somewhere else and b did have training camp here and also the other thing too like Was that the, to get ready for the game and then he said well, apparently not. unbelievable I, yeah but the coach prime thing where he said to him beat at training camp like you know you can't duck Jokic or essentially or whatever it was and i don't think he ducked him but it's just like it if he didn't duck him it, they couldn't have set it up more to make it look like he ducked him. Mm-hmm. Like the t- if if he was not going to play, or if like there there were ways that this could have handled been handled better. And if he did duck him, is he going to play in Portland tonight? Uh probably. If he did, <laughs> I duck hope him, he plays. It, it, final thing on this: if he did duck him, I don't care. Oh come on, it's, man! It's funny now. It's funny now. He, he, he but it's not a bit. Like it I, is I, a bit. But Every, life's a bit. Everyone life knows. is a bit. I agree with you on that. But I don't know, man. Like I want my best player to feel like he has to be like. I don't know, this is old man to me, but I like I want like to be feeling like you know Iverson was like you know you have to like put me on a stretcher not to play or like whatever like I there, I right, I do wonder shortened. if Embiid has that in him I don't know yeah I mean that's it's a fair question I and ask. I think like but little things be, like this are indications that's gonna be answered in April it's not gonna but be there's answered been a, in January but the point I'm making is there's been enough Aprils where where it's like well but uh, you, it's not you, a two you, year playoff yeah thing. but you tell me all the time they win all the time. They do win all the time. They you t- do. You tell me that. <laughs> Those are factual statements. And they've won in the playoffs a lot. But, like, I think what what hurts with this team is there are moments in the postseason where, like, they have to, like, rise up to the occasion. Mm-hmm. And they don't. And I'm not saying Saturday was one of those moments. But, like, I wonder you if— You want to see him dig deep and fight his way through things. Yes. Yes. And I want to feel like he wants to is also part of it. I think he was just being smart. And if it's, if it's being smart versus showing your toughness— like okay, I'd, well, but I'd to bring back smart. the the Dan Campbell Eagles thing, like I like to what you just said, like the Eagles pick smart. Like, do you think that's? Yeah, what but it is it smart though? What? I mean, they 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 completely were off physical the last seven weeks of the season in almost every game they played. So it, they it, were healthy. 
Thank God. I'm well, so no, happy. but this is kind of like the same debate. You know what I mean? I like, know. I agree with you. That, like, I, it sounds like, uh, like, you know, caveman of me to be like, you know, no, you have to play and like be like, I get all that, but there, there is maybe there's a part of that that's right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, listen, it, we'll know the answer in two months. It's as simple as that. And it and, is crazy how close the playoffs are. I know. Well, dude, I can't believe how close the deadline is. It's next week, isn't it? Next week. February 8th. I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll see what they do. We'll have to have an emergency pod one way or the other. We'll we'll 100% have an emergency pod. Uh, Before we get out of here, I do think the quote of the weekend is obviously from Doc Rivers. On on taking over midseason, Doc said, I've never done this. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. I know. It's It's going to be a challenge. I I love the, like, setting up the, like, uh, it's kind of like when, um, you know, I have to cut the grass or like do something in the house and I say something beforehand like uh, well it's gonna be really hard to like to do this right. or you know like well I'm not gonna be able to clean it really well just so you know but I'll, but I'll do it wouldn't, wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy <laughs> yeah, exactly. taking over the two seed with, with, yeah, Giannis, with Giannis and Lillard. And Lillard this is this is tough well he could be the all-star coach you know because it can't be um can't be Boston again it can't be Boston again so he'll be coaching and beat a maxi I know yeah this would be a really funny way to end the pod but like I think if Doc's the coach and Beach, it's Sid. <laughs> nah, so, so sitting in Denver. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, but, but do you think he'll play in the All Star game? Uh probably. He always plays in the All Star game. True. He's got. He's got. He's got to help build that MVP case. Yeah. And he's probably going to play tonight. We got West Coast Sixers. Yeah, late night Sixers. Sixers after watch? dark. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what else do you have to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, also like, I mean, you have Walker, so it's a little different. But like, Kristen will probably be asleep. Yeah. So I can, you know. Oh, it's a quiet house. Yeah. Exactly. Game on. Focus on my phone and like I missed my phone for those three tell. hours. Yeah, I can tell. You said it was the worst experience of your life. It was an hour and a half without your phone for you is like it was like no, it was like three hours and it was during a playoff game. Yeah, no, I, I, I would be probably. <laughs> it was like you don't realize two two things. One, you don't realize how addicted you are to your phone in, in the, until like the first half hour when you don't have it. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing is I was holding it in a case, but I couldn't open it. Oh, that's awful. It was it's like just teasing. It. it was vibrating, like it was. But but you the, and Doc Rivers, yeah, <laughs> overcoming adversity. The other the other thing you realize is nothing really happened and life was fine, dude. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, yeah. I I'm actively mad at myself for how much I care. It's absurd. Yeah. But I can't not. I know. And you also realize when I you need to know what's going when on. you unplug how little it matters. It's kind of humbling in a way. I like know. I always think to myself, like I need to be tweeting about this, but like in reality, it'd be fine if I just sat this one out. Be fine. Yeah. Which sucks. It does. But everyone follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At Clap Your Hand Pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. I logged myself out, by the way, so I can't log into the into the Twitter. Nice. Yeah, so that's on. Well, don't you have the password? No, because I logged out trying to remember what the password was, and then I, I keep forgetting to go send it to the email. Um, I have a final thought. Okay. Are we ready for I that? I do have a final thought. Okay. Are we ready for that part? Yes, it's okay. That it's that time. All right. So I think college should be paid in one lump sum. I don't think you should pay by the year. I think you should pay, I don't know, it's too expensive, but let's say $50,000. And that's it. If you go for five years, you still pay $50,000. If you drop up out after two years, you still pay $50,000. The incentive then would be for the school to get you out as soon as possible and to help you graduate. I also don't think you should pass or fail classes. I think, well, no, I think you should either pass or fail. I don't think you should get an A, B, C, or D. You either passed the class or you didn't. I am paying for a good Like I am not, it's not like, you know, mandatory to go to college. I'm giving you money. So it should be one lump sum. And if it takes me six years, then that's on you. That's on like the school. The school lets you down, not me. Correct. It's their fault. I cut class all the time. What is your obsession? 
with with talking about <laughs> I know here we go university yeah. finances. Well, it's probably because I have a lot of student loan debt. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Bill? oh yeah. What do you do? You, do you not have student loan debt? No. Oh, would you get a scholarship? Yeah. Look at you, big time athlete. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a full scholarship. Right. I mean, I'll probably be paying my student loans for. I don't want to say till I die, but like, <laughs> I don't know, twenty more years, thirty more years. Wow. I mean, you stretch them out. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. So if it was one lump sum, you wouldn't have to deal with that, or you would have to deal with that. Now, I would. would. You, now, what's the problem? Now, would you pay at the beginning? Well, no, you could still find. I mean, like, look, you so should like, still be allowed say, to let's finance say you do it. The big lump sum, right? Right. And then you decide two years in, I'm out. Sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's like, well, what else? It's not like when I buy a car, like six months in, I can't be like, actually, I decided I don't want this car. Well, yeah, I also like, think you should be able to sell monthly. I also think you should be able to return your college degree. Why? Because if I buy my college degree and it doesn't help me get me a job, then it's not worth anything. So you get your money back? Yeah. But then you don't have your college degree. But then it would really matter if you had a college degree. Right now it doesn't matter. No, like it, of course people put it on their resume, but it's just my my opinion. The most important part about going to college is getting internships. Yes. And yeah. credits for the internship. You're, you're basically buying connections through yeah. college is what you're buying. For sure. Yeah. Bloomsburg. Just known for <laughs> Temple all the was connections. I mean look Temple was great for Would you, me with you, that. I don't think you'd be sitting here today if, if you weren't an owl I agree with that <laughs> I agree with that if, if you weren't an owl yeah. uh, my final thought is there's been a, a big like with all these 70 point games now I will say PJ Washington scoring 43 is a is sign that maybe defense is a problem yeah it's gone too far <laughs> right, now look I hate defense so I'm fine with that but yeah it's just like go watch, go look up the stories about Will scoring 100 it's not like they were playing they were, I think they were trying to get him to 100. My college loan thing is your wilt thing. Yeah. You just tie it to everything. <laughs> the defense in that game was a joke. Yeah. Well, the, the whole league was, let's be honest. Like, it's just like uh, people act like, oh, they were, they were being real physical with wilt by the end. No, they weren't. Oh, so here's a great question. Dan Wilson, future WIP Hall of Famer, Apparently. asked me this. And it'll be a quick one. What level of basketball do you think you could score 70 points in? So like obviously yes, yeah, so like obviously I don't think either of us could like score elementary in thirty six minutes. Yeah. So like neither obviously neither of us could score seventy points in a high school game. Obviously zero percent. Right. Not like, even not you middle school. Do it against eighth graders? No. I I said fourth grade would be where I would feel I'd feel confident. Dominated fourth. Grade. Yeah. I'd be like I just be. My too- problem is I'm I so my problem is I don't have much touch around the rim. Well, that's so that's the other thing. I would miss a lot of layups and now I'd get it back, but like it would take me a while to get the thirty five points. And also like would the kids pass to me all the time. I would hope so. You're the, you're the big man. <laughs> but there might I would, be, see my problem is might be I would, some, you know, I would bucket boys on the threes. team. <laughs> You'd be like, it's like when they're doing like an all-you-can-eat contest and someone's putting butter on the bread. It's like, it's like no, no, just eat the steak. I feel like uh, that would be you know, taking threes, like taking the smart shot. Like, no, just get in the paint. No, I don't want to get in the paint. Yeah, I'm yeah I don't want to get in the paint. I'm getting hacked. A hundred pounds heavier than everybody there. Two feet taller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> give, me, give, me the, give me the rock. Yeah, yeah. Just take take them down low. Yeah. Well, listen, would dominate fourth graders in basketball. I'd be able to score seventy. Oh, yeah, I don't think there's a fourth grader in the world that could beat me in basketball. <laughs> I, I think there might be, honestly. Yeah, you're probably right. There, there's, yeah. there's some, there's some tall ones, too. and there's probably a. Well, no, I'm average height, and by fourth grade, I guess you're not average height. Right. But there might be some really tall fourth graders. Good stuff. Uh, either way, <laughs> come hang out with us Thursday uh, yeah. at the Gerks and Horsham. We can talk about the 70-point thing. <laughs> if, you, if you want to bring a fourth grader and play Elliot <laughs> yeah, one-on-one. Yeah. If Embiid sits the clap-your-hand night at McGurk's. What if he sits tonight? If he sits tonight, does that make Saturday fine? No. <laughs> Why? It makes it better. But again, like I want him to push through in these moments. I think there's something to be—we don't have to get back into this. But there's something to be said for pushing through. 
There's just something to be said. Like, I agree. But it ultimately doesn't matter. But learning to push through does matter. He has learned to push through. He won the MVP. Yeah. Your MVP. It was a great MVP. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back later in the week. Come hang out Thursday. Uh, it'll be a great time. And in the meantime, for Elliot Park and Jack Chris, this has been another edition of Platinum.